In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 55, verses 20 through 23, where I'll ask the question, how should I handle betrayal? Psalm 55, verses 20 through 23 says, My companion stretched out his hand against his friends. He violated his covenant. His speech was smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, will cast them down into the pit of destruction. Men of blood and treachery shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. In this psalm, David talks about what it's like to be betrayed. He talks about what it's like to have one of your closest companions, one of your closest friends, and we know from David's life, even one of your own children to betray you and to seek out your ill fortune so that they might benefit. And we know that betrayal is something that's so profoundly difficult to deal with. How can you handle being betrayed by somebody that you love? It's one of the most difficult circumstances to live through because it's somebody that you trusted, that you cared about, that has turned on you. Well, by looking at Psalm 55 verses 20 through 23, we can learn a little bit about how we can handle betrayal. Thought number one, it happens. Betrayal happens, and that's something that, even though none of us like it, we have to acknowledge that this is a reality of the world in which we live, that sometimes betrayal is going to take place. And if you've ever been betrayed by somebody who is close to you, you know just how profoundly difficult a circumstance that is, how hard it is to get past the fact that you've been betrayed. Was it something that you failed to notice in the character of the individual you were dealing with? Had you been too trusting? Had they been so devilishly sneaky that they just got one over on you? That if you had just paid a little more careful attention, you wouldn't have been taken and been brought into this web of betrayal and treachery? Those are the kinds of things that we think and that we wonder about when we experience betrayal. But we need to recognize that betrayal is not necessarily about us, but it's about that person and what they're trying to accomplish. They might be willing to use nefarious means to get the things that they desire. So we ought not be surprised when betrayal happens, but that doesn't mean that it hurts any less. Thought number two, trust in the Lord. David says that he is going to trust in the Lord. He's going to trust in the Lord despite the fact that he's going to be betrayed at times by the people who are closest to him. Now, if you're a person like David, a person with power and significance, the chances of you being betrayed are so much greater. And we need to recognize that as we gain significance, as we gain authority or power in the world, the chances of us being betrayed is much greater. But just because we are betrayed by somebody doesn't mean that the Lord is not faithful. The Lord is still faithful, and he is faithful in all circumstances, even the circumstances of being betrayed by somebody that you had trusted, being betrayed by one of your companions. You see, we need to trust in the Lord regardless of what's happening to us. 
regardless of the circumstances in which we find ourselves, because the Lord is faithful. His steadfast love endures forever. This is one of the common lines in the Psalms. We need to trust in him because he is not like us. He does not betray, but is always faithful. Thought number three, judgment will come. One of the reasons why we can trust in the Lord, despite the possibility of betrayal, is because the Lord is the ultimate judge over all creation. And just as the Lord is faithful to us in every circumstance, he's going to be a faithful judge when he judges the nations. So we need not worry about those who will betray us because we recognize that the Lord will ultimately judge all creation. It is not up to us to bring about justice in this world. We should seek justice as far as we can, but we know that any worldly justice is limited in scope. But that ultimate justice comes from our Heavenly Father when, in the consummation, Christ returns and brings about perfect justice in all the world. The judgment that is ultimately going to come is why we can rest even in a world where betrayal seems ever so prevalent. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of Psalms 54 through 56. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.